Why do you think people wait until retirement to get back to the thing they loved doing before? What is keeping people from doing the thing they love now? Hello and welcome to the Innovative Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. On the show, I interview peak performing innovators in the creative, social impact, and earth conservation spaces. I also bring you ideas and techniques that you can grab and use to set goals, create, and unlock your potential for changing yourself and the world. And now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Innovative Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Thanks for being here. I am going to talk about creativity and childhood right now. Why? Why is it important? Well, I firmly believe that the seeds for our creative life are what inherently interests and excites us when we're children, right? So I think that as you go through life, and you do all the things that are required of you. You make a living, you do, uh, you know, you, you might have a family, all, the, all sorts of possibilities for that, all sorts of ways that you might do what you do. And that's really cool. Here's the thing though. One of the things that people often say is missing from their lives is creativity. There, I've heard this from so many of my life coaching clients. Oh, I used to draw, but I haven't drawn in it's been years. Did you like to draw? Yeah, I love to draw, but I, I, I don't, I don't even remember how. So something happens to us as we age. And here's what's weird about it. As you age and you go through the process of living your life and doing what you need to do and getting all that stuff done and taken care of, and you raise a family and you save for retirement and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people say, well, as soon as I retire, I'm going to do X. I'm going to get back to my writing once I retire because you're exhausted and you don't have a perspective on how to write when you're busy working 60-hour weeks and trying to raise a family. Well, I completely get that. The thing about it, though, is that we are naturally curious, naturally creative people, a species, our species is, is we're social and we're creative and we love to solve problems. For the most part, that's how it is. So why is that important? It's important because we need to look at all of that from the perspective of why do you wait so long? Why do you think people wait until retirement to get back to the thing they loved doing before? What is keeping people from doing the thing they love now. Time is an issue, and I understand that. But really, what is keeping you from doing five minutes worth of drawing, five minutes worth of writing, putting on the radio, and dancing for five minutes? Five minutes. It's, I get busy. I understand busy. Believe me. And something is keeping us from taking that time. The, the vast majority of us long to do something creative, but don't do it. We don't make time for it. Even five minutes, we just don't make time for it. And I think the more we do make time for it, the better our lives will be. They'll be enriched in innumerable ways, right? So bear in mind that 
the things that you used to do as a child, again, the seeds of what you could be doing today. Even though it's not easy, even though you're going, oh crap, what are you talking about? I have I have to pay the monthly bills and I have to make the, the kids lunches and blah, blah, blah. I completely get it. I understand completely, but I'm telling you, Right here and right now, your life will be immeasurably enriched if you can eke out even five minutes a day to do, to do something that you love that is creative. And the way to remember what you used to love to do is to remember what you did. What were you naturally drawn to? Were you naturally drawn to making doodles? Were you naturally drawn to building forts out of the couch cushions and telling stories about pirates and and spacemen or aliens? Were you a dancer? Did you turn on the radio and dance in the living room? What did you naturally do? Because what you naturally did shows what your inherent talents are, but also what you were curious about, what were you interested in, in, in practicing? Now, you don't realize that you're practicing when you're a child unless someone is making you practice like I was made to practice. So it's a different, it's a different thing. But something drew you. Something made you go, oh, yeah, I, I want to go draw. I want to spend time banging wooden spoons on pots, whatever it is. Whatever it is that drew you, that's the, that's the seed of it. That is the seed of it. That's the seed of what you could be doing today, even five minutes a day, right? I feel like I need to do a five minutes a day creativity calendar because that's crucial. Even five minutes a day, three minutes a day, sitting down and writing a haiku about forks and spoons. And something makes me wish that I could right now sit down and write a haiku, but I'm in the middle of a podcast episode, so I won't. But yeah, something, some kind of creative endeavor would be amazing because it it opens that part of you up it makes you more interested it makes you more interesting and it makes you more alive creativity just makes you more alive that's it now what if you don't remember what you used to do like my client from the other day that i was talking about in previous episode what if you just don't remember you don't remember what you did. You don't remember parts of your childhood, however it is, whatever it is, I get it. So now it's about being empirical. Now it's about going, okay, I'm going to try my hand at everything. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. And in fact, I might develop a little PDF that I'll put in the show notes for this, because I'm going to ask you to go through a list, either write your own or download the PDF. It's in the show notes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this for the show notes. Download the PDF of all the possible creative outlets, artistic, creative, it could be dancing, it could be writing, it could be poetry, it could be makeup, it could be playing the recorder or the violin, it could be any number of things, uh, banging on pots, it could be building a mashed potato <laughs> mountain, whatever it is, whatever creative thing it is that you want to do, it could be any number of those things, right? So I'm going to ask you to try them. Right. If you don't have a memory of what you used to like to do when you were a kid, what you were naturally drawn to, start trying them. And in fact, check them off after you do. That's what's going to be on the little sheet. I'm going to come up with as many creative things to do as I can possibly come up with. And I'm going to ask you to try each one. And it doesn't have to be, I'm not going to say for writing that you need to write a book. I'm going to say 
write a short story, spend 10 minutes, see what that's like. And in fact, I'm going to put a little prompt in there. That's what I'm going to do. Totally cool. You're going to be able to see a prompt for the writing and a prompt word for the drawing. Like I'm going to tell you draw a pie or something, right? I'm not going to just leave you hanging. I'm going to give you prompts for this stuff so that you can easily try it and see if it makes you feel different. I bet you it will. And in fact, on the little piece of paper, I'm going to say, tell me how you feel now and then try one of these things. And how do you feel after you try it? Do you feel silly? Do you feel happy? Do you feel great? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel like a memory's coming back? Any number of things could be happening. But one of the things we don't do, I'm noticing, is we don't look at the delta before we do something and after. And I've been doing that with people. In fact, the other day I was working with a coaching client and she, she's been feeling so fatigued. She's had constant headaches. It's been really, really rough on her. And she, uh, how do I put this? She has done the, 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 she's run the gamut of all of the possible sort of Western medicine things. And I said, you know what? I'm going to, we're going to do an exercise together and we're doing this via zoom. And I talked her through the hand reflexology exercise that I do with a lot of my coaching clients to get them to wake up their meridians. And we were about to start and I said, but before we do, I want you to assess for yourself and for me, how do you feel? And she said, well, my joints are aching. I'm really tired and I have a headache, but then I always have a headache. I said, okay. So then we went through the reflexology exercise and maybe I'll put the, the little graphic for that, that I developed right in there too. And, uh, uh, right in the show notes too, so that you can see it and try it yourself. So before that she was tired, she was achy and her head hurt. And then we did the exercise and I said, okay, now assess for me how you feel. And she's like, well, my feet are tingling and I'm not as achy and I have less of a headache. And what was really interesting is later in our time together, she said, you know, what's really weird. I said, what? She said, my headache is gone. That's huge. I haven't been without a headache for so long. And it was just that one little exercise. And so why am I saying anything about this is because frankly, a lot of us forget to notice how we feel before we do something to see the difference, to see the Delta after assessing that for yourself before you begin and assessing it after will show you what the differences are. And that's important because we are such a fiercely adapting species that we don't realize the changes because we adapt to those changes almost immediately, right? Whenever your status changes, you will adapt to it in one way or another. Your brain will start going, okay, so this is the new reality. Let me see what I need to do to accept it and go with it. That's what happens. And that's wonderful on some levels because it allows us to survive. But on other levels, when we're trying to see what the changes are, what the improvements might be or, or, or a lack of improvement, we don't do the assessment beforehand. So we don't have a way to measure what was different after. So before you try any of this, do an assessment, write out how you feel. How are you feeling how, mentally, psychologically, emotionally? How are you feeling? Do the little exercise and then do the same evaluation. And I'm going to ask you to do it for each one of those that you try. And, and frankly, the one that is going to give you the biggest bang for your buck, if you will, the one that will give you the biggest reaction positively is probably, ta-da, the one you should consider doing.
as your creative outlet. That's it. Because if if you start something and you're like, oh, I feel kind of blah, and then you finish it and you feel kind of blah still, that's not exciting. That's not a big change. That's going to be, frankly, a little boring and not terribly useful. So instead, look for what gives you the biggest oomph. That biggest oomph is going to be the thing that you might want to pursue. So a whole bunch of thoughts and ideas and advice and even a sort of a, a, a roadmap on how to bring creativity into your life and download that worksheet. It's going to be there in the show notes. I haven't created it yet because I have to go through and figure out all the different possible creative outlets. And then, uh, yeah, please, I would love, love, love. Let me know. Let me know what your what your biggest bang for your buck is. Because the more you know it, the more you can pursue it. And as a, as a coach, I help people pursue their creative dreams, but also those dreams end up improving their lives. My goal as a coach is to help you live the best and most juicy life you possibly can. One of the ingredients to living a juicy life is creativity. It just is. Being creative lets you dream and try and be someone magical, crucial in our lives, especially when times are tough. All righty, this is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Innovative Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, remember to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2022. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results, although we can always hope. Until next time, remember to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind.